again, everybody, and War Eagle, welcome to episode 61 of the Plainsman Podcast. Uh, we're halfway through football season, so we're going to kind of evaluate where everybody is and who we think is is really in prime position to make a playoff push, and um, I think it's safe to say that Auburn is not going to be in that conversation. Um, look, last night was brutal, man. It was it was a blowout. I don't think any of us expected to win. Uh, we, we had talked about that on the last episode. We had talked about it even yesterday. Um, you know, we kind of had a feeling that we might be competitive, but as it turns out, we were not. I mean, from the opening kickoff, we were dominated. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you lose by 30 on the road. You're 3-3, three and 0-3 three, three in the SEC. But is that not exactly what we expected at this point in the season? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, are we really off course or are we worried at all? Yes. Because I kind of am. Uh, Record-wise, we're not off course, but we definitely did not show last night anything. We were out of the game before the game even got really started. 17 nothing against an offense like that. You really, I mean, really we had no shot yeah. after that point. And then our offense just, you know, stutters and, Runs out of rhythm, and I don't know. There is definitely some question marks in our offense. I just feel like we played so uninspired. Like, Peyton Thorne didn't look like he cared to be out there. When he wasn't out there, he was on the bench, you know, just chilling. Like, it was, I don't, it was just uh, ugly and boring to watch. Like, there was nothing exciting on our side of the ball to watch. I, Defense, I mean, they did what they do, but they were out there so much that it's hard to contain him, contain that team for that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, back to the Peyton Thorn, he doesn't look excited. He doesn't look, you know, like that Ball. captain. Take that C off that jersey because a captain's supposed to lead, and he's not leading. You, you don't get pulled, you know, half of the games. You don't get pulled and still a captain. That's just not how that works, in my opinion. He he misses so many easy throws that it gets to the point where I'm like, Robbie could do the same thing, and Robbie's a lot better on his feet, just like last year. Like, just put Robbie and let him go. Like, I don't think that if Robbie starts the game last night, we win. But it couldn't have been worse. But that's hindsight. I think, I mean, I'm finally to the point where I'm in the same boat. Like, just ride out with Robbie the rest of the time. Peyton is obviously so hot or so cold, it's it's just not worth it. Like, you never know which one you're going to get. And there was a time last night where he stepped out one yard shy of getting a first down, and he could have dove or reached or anything. It's just stuff like that. Like, you know that Robbie plays hard, and he would he would lay out for that. I have no doubt in my mind. He would have tried to get that with everything he had. And that's what I mean by uninspired. He just – I mean, yeah, sure, you're going to get hit, but you're in the SEC. Yeah, this is what you came to play for. Yeah, why did you come here if you're not going to do stuff like that? No. Just, I say, ride out with Robbie. Let it go. I'll tell you somebody else who has underperformed and to me isn't running the ball hard is Dark West. Yep, agreed. He does not look the same. I don't know what it is, but the other guys get in there and they run the ball hard. They try to hit holes whether they're there or not. And Jarquez just looks like he's tiptoeing. But we give Jarquez the ball at the three and four yard line, so his numbers look fine, you know, 
when it comes to touchdowns. And I'm not saying that, you know, Jarquez shouldn't get the ball, but I'm just saying when when you see somebody hit a hole, you know if it's Jarquez or not, and it's not in a good way. So, And it's not the O-line either. No. I, that's another thing. This is not last year's saga where we can't run the ball because of our O-line. But I mean, Jarquez ran the ball better last year with our O-line. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. year, our true freshman, Jeremiah Cobb, looks way better than Jarquez does. Yeah. But T looks better, too. Yeah. And Austin looks better when he runs the ball. Yeah. I mean, Jarquez is literally our fourth best running back. This year. Yeah. I'm not saying from an overall talent, but I'm saying this year, he's been the fourth guy on, you know. And you know what? I th- I don't – it really hadn't popped out to me until last night. So, maybe he gets challenged this week. I think that we have a – we do have a winnable game in front of us Saturday, and I know we'll get to that. But we got to turn the page. We got to forget what happened last night. Kind of like what happened with – um, who was it that we got – a and M, yes. We we turned the chapter from A and M, and we played well against Georgia at home. Yep. And we got to do the same thing. We got to move on from LSU. We got to have a good week, and we got to play well at home at night against Ole Miss. Yep. I mean that's that's all there is to it. Because last night was it was embarrassing. To we like I said, nobody expects you to win, but when people see forty eight to eighteen, that's like good lord, Auburn. You know. Yeah. You know we we're not even putting up fights. That's exactly what my brother texted me last night. He said, this is just straight-up embarrassing. It really is. I think I said that at one point last night as well. I mean, I had a a little glimmer of hope last night when I saw a whole new receiving core come out to start the game. We saw Burton out there last night, the transfer from Ohio State. We saw Coy Moore back, you know, the former LSU receiver. And and then Fairweather was, of course, the tight end. But, like, we – we ran two drives with those guys and never saw them again. It was back to Jay well, Fair. Burton was in there. Burton, I mean, Burton had, Burton played. He only had two game. targets. Well. He caught both of them. Well, that was what I was about to say is we still got guys dropping balls. Yeah. Like even last night. I mean, some of them weren't great balls, but some of them hit them in the hands. Now, Robbie threw the best ball of the night. He did. Um, Touchdown. Well, I was talking about the tight end over oh, the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's what I'm saying, man. T- Robbie is showing – you know, potential. And that's all we've really asked for is can Robbie develop into any type of thrower? And I think he he can. So, and Robbie only gets more dangerous the more he throws. Yeah. Because people have to start respecting his arm. Yeah. So, I think it's obvious that that is what your offense needs to do. So, I guess I guess this comes down to kind of the hard question. Are you kind of disgruntled with you with the way he's handled this roster? Because no. I, I'm not blaming him for the roster. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, I got. I feel like he's just misusing what we've what we do have. Well, I'm. I will say I feel like with him in the preseason, they're riding Peyton. I think that they may have almost handicapped Robbie a little bit. With Robbie has his own package, so I don't know if Robbie is comfortable in the whole offense like he should be. And that part I would probably blame Hugh because he he just rode with Peyton no matter what. Mm-hmm. But now you got to change some stuff, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't say that the way he's handled it has has made me disgruntled, though, because, look, if it's third and 20, put Peyton in because he's got a better arm. It's just that simple. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But, you know, at, at the same time, and he hasn't, pulled a quarterback in the middle of a drive where it killed momentum, in my opinion. Last night he did. Well, 
like I said, unless it was an obvious throwing down. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, my thing about the better arm, like how much better is Peyton's arm than Robbie's? I mean. It all depends on the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean. And, and last night he didn't have it, so leave Robbie in yeah, in that yeah. situation. Well, that I, that I don't disagree with. And it does. It just depends on the day because Peyton Thorne looked great against Georgia. He just did. Yeah. I he mean, he, better, he yeah. made reads. He was throwing the ball well. He was hitting guys. But A&M and LSU on the road? I was about I mean, to say both, common denominator. both on the road. Do you, I mean, is he just scared to play on the road? Like, could that be a real thing? I mean, he, he played at Michigan State. It's not like he came from Jack State or something. No. He He's played in Ohio State. He's played in the big house. He's played at Penn State. Like, he didn't play good at Cal either. No, he didn't. That's true. But, I mean, just, you know, I don't know, man. If I, it is, get over it. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're a grown man. You you came here to play SEC ball. You knew that was part of it. If you don't do well in hostile environments, you're not going to do good in the SEC, no matter what. Or at the next level. Like, yeah. that's not even – if that's a problem, dude, pack it up. Because yeah. like you said, that's why you came here. This People live for these moments, and you – Get back in your turtle shell shell when it's time to time to go. Look, I know Death Valley's crazy. Yeah. I know that the twelfth man at A and M is crazy, but dude, you gotta just, you know. We've had lesser quarterbacks go in and win there. Yeah. I mean, you know. So, but the good I, news about that, we've got two road games left. It's Vandy and Arkansas. Yeah. Neither one of those are super hostile environments. Now Arkansas, you know, if they've cashed it in by the time we get to them, you know, we could catch them down. They ain't. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, Arkansas cashing it in? What do you mean? Oh, you mean I thought you meant like no, cashing talking in about some like, Oh no, yeah, I got done. you. No, I got you. Uh, yeah, that'll be the week after Vandy, so four weeks from now. I will. I will say this: we will find out a lot tomorrow when Hugh I, talks, because I know it's going to be asked probably real early. Are you going to make a QB change? Yep. And I hope he says yes. Yeah. I don't want to hear no coach speak. Yeah, I think he'll hear his coach speak. I don't think he'll give an answer yet. You don't. Mm-mm. It wouldn't benefit. Uh, you know, it it would only. It makes Ole Miss have to. Yeah, that's know, true. For- I think if he leans anyway towards changing, he's he's going to say we're going to you know watch it this week, see what we have at the end of the week, and go from there. But do you think if he says that that that, that means that's the door open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. That's what I want to hear. Then I don't want to hear no. We're going with Peyton. Yeah, just because Peyton's kind of shown, man. I just I don't know. It's it's really tough because man, it's a really bad offense when it's. When it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, man, it is bad. So I, I heard a, a stat today. We are fourth from last in total passing offense. There are three teams worse than us, Eastern Michigan, Central Michigan, South Florida. Yeah. That's it. Literally everybody else in the country is better than us at throwing the football. I mean, that's bad. And that's, South Florida's quarterback just runs. Yeah. <laughs> or is, I mean, just runs. Yeah. That's all he does. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – you know, look at all these other guys that have taken over programs. It's never been this bad year one. Like, you might not win a lot of games, but you don't look this just incapable of moving the football. But and have, and have that's they, what's frustrating. I mean, have they taken over a program in this state? I like, mean, we were Hoppel so took depleted. over Tennessee and it was down. Yeah, it was down depleted. bad. Yeah. Um, you know, Ole Miss wasn't great when Kiffin took it from Luke Deal. Um, you know, I just Luke Deal. What a, that's not what I meant, Matt Luke. I'm sorry. I was thinking about Luke Deal because a while ago, um, they were asking, "Would you rather throw the ball to Brandon Fraser or Luke Deal right now?" And Luke Deal was a captain. 
Yeah. But I'd rather throw it to Frazier because he's made more plays this year. He's our leading receiver last night. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's made more plays. And it goes back to the whole captain thing. If you're not going to act like a captain, why are you a captain? It's harder for the tight end. Well, I, mean, I get it. Because he could be, you know, his strength may be better. But I'm talking as far as Peyton goes, I cannot agree with Brett more. That he do, he just looks on the sideline yeah. like he does not care. Yep. Like, that's if true. I'm not playing, why am I even here? It, that attitude's got to go. You know, that's never been Robbie's attitude. No, and he's hasn't. been second fiddle to a lot of quarterbacks he should have been in. in that's front. what I'm saying. I mean, this whole prepare, he prepares better and all that stuff, no. it does not matter when you get under the lights and you cannot play. Yeah. No, it's it's frustrating. Yeah. And so it is what it is. Um, We'll move on from that. Let's talk about some of the other SEC games yesterday. Uh, Bama flipped that switch off up 24-6 and almost couldn't flip it back on. Uh, gave up a couple of touchdowns to Archie late and out messed around and lost. Um, do y'all look into that? I mean. It would have been a big upset, but they, they figured it out. Yeah, so. it's what they do. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, they find ways to win. I mean, Bama dominated that game. Arkansas really didn't hang with them at all. It was just they scored two touchdowns late. to As they should have, Arkansas not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what that's what I'm saying. It would have been a straight gut punch. People would have been crazy today. But it, you know, yeah. Give it, tip your hat to them. They won. They figure out ways to win. They always have and always will, won't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, Brett, you got anything on Alabama, Arkansas? I mean, I will say, if I'm an Alabama fan, I'm not happy with finding a way to win at home against Arkansas. I agree, but I mean, a win's a win, yeah. and I get it. But at the same time, you can have ugly wins and be upset about it. Yeah, I mean, eleven o'clock homecoming. You, uh, there's a lot of excuses that you could throw in there, but you know what they are? Excuses. excuses. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're I right. will say, look, Milro is starting to not become the problem. Yeah, no, like, he's improved. Milro looked good. That's what I'm saying. Like Milro is no longer the one to point fingers out. No. If anybody, the receivers, which you know. The receivers are doing fine too. I don't really don't know what to point at. It's O line to me. I mean, yeah. they look like uh, just yeah, spring door. I know. The thing about the thing that people have to do to Bama this year, you know, for the last fifteen years, I've been on my mountain yelling from the rooftops, "Pass on Bama, pass on Bama." Right now, it's bring pressure. Yeah, and a spy. If you can do those two things, you're going to cause some problems. You just have to trust your defensive, you know, secondary to to cover those guys for a little while. And Arkansas had that big bust last night, and I feel like that was a changing point in the game. Yeah. Because Arkansas was having success early. Yeah. And then Milrow just throws a freaking bomb. Yeah. And then it opened up the gates from there on out. I felt like yesterday Pittman was coaching super conservative, especially early in the first half. Uh, there was a couple of times where – he chose to kick a field goal where he could have went for a fourth down, and then he punted, I think, right before half, where it was like fourth and six inches, dude, like around midfield. Like, it's not like it would have been, you know, giving them the ball in their own red zone. It was. I agree with the first two, though. You kick the field goals early so that you get on the board. Well, the the thing about the second field goal to put them up 6 nothing, they had a third and 10 and ran the ball, like, up the middle. Yeah. Like, he was playing oh, for a field goal. Oh, he definitely was. And that, that's what I meant by that. Yeah, I mean, you can't go for it on fourth and four, but I'm saying on your third down play, you were playing for a field goal, and that's what gets you beaten in games like this. Yeah, I agree but with that. Anyway, um, Georgia 
they looked kind of sloppy yesterday. They didn't really beat Vandy that bad. They were in control the whole time. I mean, Vandy scored first, and then it was 24-7 halftime, and that's what you expect. The big news out of that was Brock Bowers got a little nicked up. Um, I think it was an ankle injury. And the way Kirby talked was like, hey, you know, next man up. I mean, when, when they asked him about it, he wasn't – he wasn't very quick to just say, oh, he'll be fine, you know. So that's a little concerning for Georgia because, I mean, we found out against us, that's all they got. Or at least that's their, their main weapon. Yeah, on that's offense. a big loss if they lose him, especially going huge. down the stretch. But McConkey will just kind of plug into that role of, of who's going to be that guy now. Yeah. And then I'll say Carson Beck's improving week to week just yeah. like any plug-and-play quarterback would. So he'll be good by the end of the season. The thing about McConkey plugging into that slot is now you focus on him and you don't have to focus on McConkey and Bowers. Yep, yep. So you can double McConkey and yep. you know There's take not your that chances with the seat. other guys. Yeah. But when you have both of them on the field, that's when they're crazy dangerous. Yep. The fact that we weren't double teaming Bowers. Crazy. Hmm. Uh Tennessee A and M. That was a two thirty game yesterday. It was a good game. I mean, it never never really got more than one score. Either way, uh, Tennessee ends up winning 20-13. to 13. Kind of a – I'm not going to say a sloppy game. It was just a – I don't know if I want to say boring either. It was a good game, just not very explosive, I guess. Well, Max Johnson is not that. He is the <laughs> definition of mediocre. Yeah. And there were some missed penalties at the end of that Tennessee game, I will say, that, yeah. that should have helped A&M, but they just weren't called. I'd, been, I'd be mad today if I was an A&M fan. <laughs> Not gonna lie, um, Brett. Did you watch any of that one? You got I, anything on that? I did not. I, I mean, I don't know. He's right though. It was. I mean, I think boring is is okay to say because neither offense was crazy. I mean, a couple big plays here and there, but nothing. Just you know, yeah. Uh, eye opening. You, you won't give your boy his flowers. Brady Cook takes down. I, I'll eat crow real quick. Yeah, I thought Missouri was going to be fighting Vandy for the last spot, and Missouri has surprised everybody. Yeah. I don't think I'm alone when, no, you know, when I I don't think I'm the only one that thought Missouri would not be good, but they're 6-1. and one. They beat Kentucky. They they beat LSU. No, no, they got beat by LSU. That's their That's only their loss. loss. Yeah. And then they, who'd they upset um, uh, a couple weeks ago that they shouldn't have beat? K-State. No. It was somebody else, I think. K-State, Memphis, and Vandy are their last three before oh. LSU. Yeah. Okay, well then I'm not giving them a lot of flowers. I'm giving them a rose. I mean, K State was ranked 15. K State was ranked, but yeah. and they they just didn't get killed by LSU like everybody thought yeah. they would. So well, they went so, on the road and beat Kentucky last night. They didn't beat them bad. That was the thing. Like it was convincing. <laughs> it's just Kentucky is Kentucky right yeah. now. They get beat by Georgia and then they fall apart and yeah. they'll end up being eight and four or or you know seven and five. Yeah. So that and is they, literally Kentucky every year. Every year. And then you got Florida, South Carolina. This game was offensive fireworks. Um, I didn't watch any of it, but Florida wins 41-39. They score a touchdown with like 20 seconds left. I think in the fourth quarter they hit a deep pass to take the lead. And then somehow South Carolina scored two points. I don't know if Florida got the ball back and took a safety or what. But anyway, they ended up winning 41-39 at South Carolina. So Florida's another one I can't figure out. I mean, they'll get beat one week and come back the next week and – and do something like this. So. Yeah, but I do think that Florida and South Carolina is in the same boat. I agree with so, that. So, you know, it's not like they won yeah, a that, big game. Yeah. But I'm with you there. It wasn't a huge upset or anything. Just, you know. Definitely a toss-up. 
One more thing, I want to mention this about the Auburn game. I meant to a while ago. But I think another thing that's so frustrating about the slow start is we were off of a bye week. And I I noticed that just looking at Florida and Georgia both have bye weeks before their big game next week. Coming out of a bye week to look that inept was the most concerning thing to me. I agree with that. You know, just you had two weeks to get ready for this. And you had, I'm not going to say you didn't have a game plan, but your game plan was not what we needed. I don't know if it was the game plan as much as like we've just been talking about just when you get under the lights, when it's time to Execution. suit up and play, you know, I just didn't feel like we had juice at yeah. all. So it doesn't help. I'm sorry we're going back to this. It does not help LSU drives the ball down the field in like four or five plays and puts yeah. us up 7 nothing. Yeah. And something else, we don't need to take away. LSU's good. Oh, yeah. LSU's like, offense. I'm not sitting here saying that this was just – Auburn getting in Auburn's way. LSU's a good team, and they beat the breaks off of us to prove it. And I knew their defense would finally show up. And they, they always do. So, All right, rest of the top 25, uh, a lot of blowouts. A lot of blowouts. Uh, Oregon-Washington was the game yesterday. That was the one everybody wanted to watch. It's the one everybody's talking about today. Um, it was good. It was a great game start to finish, and it was exactly what we expected from the quarterback standpoint. Bo Nix and Penix just back and forth, just a duel. Um, and both are as good as advertised. Yep, I agree with that. I mean, they are – I don't care. You could give the trophy to either one of them, and I wouldn't grab yeah. because they played, and they played hard last night. Yep. And I'll say somebody who felt who, – who, Caleb Williams. Oh, he's done. Yeah. He may not even be in New York. It's not even <laughs> – it's just – man. Did, did you see Caleb's stats he, yesterday? No, I didn't. 199, one touchdown, three picks. Yeah. Every time I looked up, he was throwing a pick. <laughs> I will say he's fast. Yeah. Like he's faster than what I thought. I I did watch a a QB run he had, and he was he's a lot faster than I thought he was. But I just I mean he's just not as good as he was last year. So back to this Oregon Washington game. There was a coaching call late in the game, right or wrong. What do wrong. you think? Hundred percent. You think he was wrong, Brett? Yeah. Fourth down, not punting. Yeah. The fifty. You go you go for it and get it. Game's over. Sure. You punt it. And Washington still could have done what they did from the 50 just as easily as they – or, you know, from the 10 as easily as they did from the 50. It wouldn't have been as easily. Well – It could have happened. It could have happened. With you. That's what I'm saying. But you have to – You got to make them do that. Yeah. I guess he was just looking at it as I can't give Penix the ball back. Yeah. But – Well, I then mean, you gave him the ball back with way better field position. Right. So It was yeah. a big risk. I just – I disagree with it. It was three times he went for it, and all three times Bo missed his guy. That it, all three of them were pass plays that were incomplete. Um, you know that that's where I will say Penix definitely gets the the edge over Bo, um, just for the fact that when it was time to make the big play, you know Penix did and Bo didn't. Um, now Bo still looked great yesterday. I'm not sitting here. I, I really, you know, we joke with Marcus, but I was really impressed with Bo yesterday. He played a great game. It was just two or three big plays he didn't make, and. And, good. and some of those weren't even him. Like, play call. Yeah. And one or two of those was not good. Like, right before halftime, the mm-hmm. play call, right when they were trying to get in the end zone, that I think that was just a bad play call. Like, you have everybody in a confined space going to your right. It's hard to make that pass no matter what because there's so much traffic. I mean, you got to draw something else up. Yeah. And there was a couple of times that Mason mentioned while we were watching, like, they – a play call would come in, and Bo just kind of was like, gosh. He shook his head. Like, <laughs> He's I like, can't believe we're really? running this. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever but, you say, though. 
Yeah, and you know, he had a good answer to a question after the thing too. He was like, you know, we're we're kind of still in control of our own thing. You know, we just got to do what we can do and not worry about the rest because the way the Pac-12 works is it takes the top two teams, which is what SEC is going to next year. So it's not like they have to win their division or whatever. So you know, they can still get to the Pac-12 championship game. Um, and and another Oregon Washington game, give it to me. I'll take it for sure. Redemption. Yep. So, no, that was a fantastic game. And uh, when the polls came out today, you know, Oregon didn't suffer. They dropped one spot to nine, which I think is fair. Um, Washington moved up to five, I think. Yeah. Did y'all did y'all see the poll? Yeah. Okay. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of movement in that. But anyway, the other game we can talk about, Notre Dame did beat USC really bad. I mean, dominated them, really. Um, it was 24-6 at halftime, and it never – Really got closer than that. Uh, North Carolina beat Miami, and then Louisville. They slipped up after after a big win last week. Got ranked, got a big head, and got beat. Uh, Oregon State took care of UCLA, and Washington State laid an egg. Arizona beat them forty four to six. That is a uh, tough look. Not good. Also, Kansas lost. Yes, in Kansas lost. Wasn't that game yep, at Washington State? Yes, it was. Oh. Arizona just dismantled them. And that was my upset alert, too. But I did not see that happening. And then um, I called the Louisville game, too. So, good for me. I had a good week yesterday. Loved did it. you? Uh, not in our 10-game picks, but as far as my oh. two two picks on the show go. I don't think you were doing too well at 7.30 last night. No. No, no, no. <laughs> I had a good week pick-wise. <laughs> I was not doing well at 7.30 last night. Just when you thought they were getting away with it, too. Who? We're not letting them. Friday night. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Embarrassing. Yeah. 26 to nothing at halftime. Colorado is up. Oh. On, an, on a bad Stanford team. Yeah. St. Andrew Luck. St. David Shaw's Stanford. And Omar stayed up. And I watched it. And um, it got up to twenty nine. They kicked the field goal out of halftime. It was twenty nine nothing at one point. Uh Colorado was up. I thought it was twenty six because it this, was twenty six at halftime. Okay, yeah. But it got up to twenty nine. Yeah, because what happened with the sequence out of halftime was they kicked the field goal and then Stanford kicked the field goal and then it was in touch. The lead was twenty six, yeah. So but um yeah, man. It was it was you can't be talking all that talk. And then lose it. Like, that's, to me, that's not on players. No. That, at the end of the game, it was because some of those guys were just getting torched. But you can't have 26 to nothing lead and lose it. Because I don't know what you're telling them at halftime, but keep playing wasn't it. Yeah. And, um, man. All right. I just didn't want it to go no, unnoticed. That's fair. Because that's, that's, that's embarrassing. And that's more embarrassing than us getting beat by 30. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Here's one more thing I want to mention. I didn't love – prime speech after the game you know he gets up on his little circle stage at creeks every time he steps mm. and you know he just he grills the players and that that part's fine I, i'll give you that yeah they they flipped the switch off when they were up 29 nothing but there's got to be some accountability from the guys wearing headsets too yeah and well you know, he did he, say coaches at one point in there but no i mean i just think that he was right in the sense that his defense just didn't really play with heart late. And, you know, his guys were getting burnt, but then come back to the sidelines and like chipping back, you know, chirping back at the coaches like, dude, it's you. 
yeah. man coverage and you're getting beat. Yeah. So I don't I don't really have a problem with it. I'm just talking about all the rah rah on game day. No, I'm with you on that. Every time you look up. It's Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. No, Dion, Dion, Dion. Yeah, that's true. That's your team, man. You gotta well one thing about it, they practiced today. They sure did. <laughs> he told that was the no, way he's he ended yesterday. Because that was oh, Friday yeah, night. Yeah, he, yeah, told him, right. he told him in you're the end right. of the speech, he said, uh, by the way, we're practicing tomorrow. God bless. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Yeah. But, yeah, that's anyway. wild. All right, so let's uh, flip the page to week eight. Um, we've got some good games this week, not just in the SEC, but in the country as well. Um, Auburn Ole Miss, we'll start there real quick. I mean, back at home, under the lights, do you feel like this is a must-win game for us? No, I don't either. No. Okay. All right. You get to Mississippi State and Arkansas, those are must wins. Yeah. But Ole Miss is a better football team. I mean, I'm glad it's not a must win. They're ranked 13. Yeah. It's not a must win. Yeah, but don't, it's a must not get embarrassed. That, I agree. What happened yeah. last last night cannot happen. cannot happen this week. I agree with that. All right. I agree with that. Um, I don't think it will. I, do you think Ole Miss is the 13th best team in the country? Yes. You do? I, I think, think that they have a lot of talent. Okay. Yeah. I don't if, think I. Can disagree with you. I just was wondering if, like, if how it you doesn't get in the way of Ole Miss, they are good because okay. Kiffin has that power. He does do that. But this year he's been good. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know that they've been tested. You know, uh, they played Bama, LSU. Yeah, you know, that's two pretty big tests. They just they had a shootout with LSU. They were off this week too, so they had two weeks to. Yeah, and their schedule. Well, I say it lightens up. They've got. Oh, that's Vandy, A&M, at Georgia, Monroe, and at State. I mean, they've really got one and a half games left because I still don't know what to think of A&M. Yeah, I don't either. I really but it's don't. not a cakewalk. No. Regardless, it's not a cakewalk. No. It's, I mean, here's, defense is good. here's what I want to know. How engaged are the Auburn fans still right now? I would say we're still engaged because, like I you, said, you I think, think Saturday night's going to be yeah. loud. Yeah. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be. Kiffin helps that. For That's sure, a good but, point. That's a good but I think if you ask the the normal knowledgeable Auburn fan, they would have looked at our schedule six games in and said we're probably three and three unless yeah. we like win a game we should or lose a game we shouldn't. Yeah. So I don't think that this has been a surprise so far. And even after this week, if we're three and four, I don't think that's a surprise. You know what I mean? I don't think it just begins to snowball. From there. So that's why it's a big game for us. But again, how do we look? How do we look? That's the main thing. I agree with that. So. Brett, you got anything on Auburn Ole Miss? No, other than we're always a different team at home. Yeah, yeah that's true too. Completely different. And you want Robbie? Are we all on Robbie? Uh, Robbie Bear yeah. starts Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, not like no, I'm going to go knock freeze out or nothing, but <laughs> I'll think about it. What kind of laugh was that? I didn't do it. It was me. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say. I don't know what that was. I heard it in the headset, but it wasn't me. Um. Also, little revenge game for Ke- um for Hugh Freeze. Yeah, you think that oh, plays yeah, that anything also, into it? Uh, for him, I don't know. I us. think that um I don't think he has a sour taste for Ole Miss. If he does, he's not gonna let anybody know. No, I think. I mean, first of all, it was on him. Yeah. Second of all, I think that they treated him pretty well with letting him, you know, just go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see who else we got this week. Uh, Florida's off, Georgia's off, Kentucky's off. Missouri, South Carolina. This is a big one for Missouri. They cannot lay an egg this week. I agree. Where is it at? Uh, it is Missouri. at Missouri. I'm so tired of Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> then Beamer we've ball. got Tennessee at Bama. 
That's a two. Okay. Yeah, that's two thirty. Well, South Carolina, Missouri's two thirty. It's just SEC Network. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. How do you feel, Alabama? How do you feel about it, Alabama? Alabama. Revenge. They they still remember what happened last they, year. They do, but dude, the difference is this ain't the same Bama that just does whatever they want anymore. It's not, but I do think that if you can, I just don't think that Tennessee is going to be able to score like Texas and like the better yeah offenses. Because Joe Milton is not Hendon Hooker. No, he's not. So that's just that was a big favorite too. Nine they and are. a half. That's a yeah. big line. That is a big that's line. A big to me. line. But it is at Bama. If it wasn't, it would be five, five and a half. Uh, let's see who else we got. We've got Penn State, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Well, we're showing the SEC. Arkansas, Mississippi State. That'd be a suck fest. Arkansas should win though. Arkansas should win. That's, that's a must win for Arkansas. I agree. There's your must win. Yeah. If Arkansas loses to Mississippi State, they will be calling for Pittman, and he may not play Auburn in Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, that will they will be throwing trash on the field. At the end of the game. <laughs> and then LSU plays Army, and that's that's it for the SEC. So uh, top twenty-five, yes, Marcus, you you called out the big one already. I mean, yeah, that's massive, games. massive game, bigger uh, game for Penn State. Because in in my opinion, Ohio State is more beatable right now than they have been in the last few years, and Penn State never can beat them. Yeah, never. So well, and not only that, Penn. I mean, Ohio State still has Michigan on the schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so does Penn State. So they both still have to play Michigan. But still, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's a big game. Yep. And then who else? Hang on, I gotta go back a page. <clears throat> who else we got? Marcus. Utah, USC play. I mean, that's a top. Top 25 game. Yeah. Um, uh, USC probably going to put it on them. Oklahoma, UCF, uh, Dylan Gabriel revenge game. <laughs> um, Duke, Florida State. It's a big game. That, that is, is a big game. That is a big ACC game. Duke is, what, 16? Yep. It's at yeah. Florida State. Ah, that's a, a big, big line. Yep, 13. It is. That's, yeah. Uh, later, but, yeah. It is a big line. <laughs> All right. And then I don't think we have any more. Uh, Washington plays Arizona State. They're one in five. There's no shot they lose that one. Oh boy! And <laughs> down goes Washington. <laughs> Mason feeling froggy oh, today. Oh boy! Um, so we didn't pick Utah, USC. I heard you say it. What? Who? You said USC wins big. Yeah, Utah's just. I don't think Utah's good either. Yeah, but did USC get like the air let out of their balloon last week? I know. I don't think so. You it's just one loss. Yeah, it's just one loss, but you still got some big games ahead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think. You, yeah, that's true. You can get back. It, in. Uh, okay. What conference is Utah? Pac-12. Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. My blood's boiling inside. Why? Why is Iowa ranked 24? That I realize that they are no. <laughs> I realize that they're six and one, but they have as bad of an offense as we have, and that's not a joke. It is so bad. They. They will literally take one loss. Whoever they lose to next, it could be this week. They will fall to like fifty. <laughs> They're <laughs> so bad. Didn't I feel they like they win yesterday, like fifteen to six, and they never scored a touchdown. To Wisconsin. Yes, it, I don't know that they didn't okay, score a touchdown. Yeah, I, was I didn't to confirm look. that. Yeah. Wisconsin couldn't score more than six. Fifteen to six. It, yeah, talk about just torture. Yeah, making that, somebody that's watch tough to watch that. They did score a touchdown. Did they? Okay, yeah. happy for them. And they missed yeah. an extra point. Uh, I don't know. You talk so about it overrated. So they scored two touchdowns. 
And then they got a two-point conversion? Probably. I guess. But I'm just telling you, Iowa's the most overrated team in the country right now if they're ranked 24. (laughs) Because they're not that good. Their defense may be good, but their offense is so bad. Yeah. Tough to watch. Yeah. All right. Brett, you got any other you want to mention? Any other games? No, but do you want me to tell you how they scored those points? Yes. Uh, 82-yard run was the first touchdown. Fireworks, baby. 48-yard field goal. Now you're at 10. Okay, so they did only score one touchdown. So it was us. Safety. Safety and a cute. And then another field goal. Cute, cute, cute. That's <laughs> oh, unreal. Is there a Thursday night game? There's no. a bunch of games. There's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday games. I don't know who they are. I don't think they're good all teams, right. but um, there are games all week. All right, let's uh, let's do Heisman Watch, Heisman List. Have they changed much for y'all? I feel like we all filter in and out the same peeps, but um, – just tell us. Well, I just I, I want to start putting them in order now because we haven't done that. We've just kind of thrown out a list and said not in that order necessarily. But I want to start putting them in order. I have a new name. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Dylan Gabriel. Oh, I, I'm not against it. Yeah. All right. I'd still. Uh, you, you do you have his numbers up by chance? I can get them. Okay. Well, why you do I, that? Go ahead. I have a new name. Okay. Jaden Daniels. That was my new name yeah. as well. I would probably do Penix. Uh, Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels. I've got Penix, Daniels, Nix, and Jordan Travis on the outside. Okay, yeah, that's my four. I'm go with Travis. He he has a he needs to have a good. have a big game. Yeah, like he needs to have a big number to this game. There's a lot of season left, but yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a a like a showtime game. Yeah, and I feel like some of those Penix obviously does now. Bo even does now with a loss. He does. Yeah, so, I don't know. Dylan Gabriel, he does against Texas. Like yeah. he looked really good. He opened some eyes. Um, and then Jaden Daniels, man, he just got to stop getting hit. Yeah. Well, he didn't have to worry about that last night. Now, what was y'all's? I'm sorry, I was. That's okay. What was y'all's uh, list? Yeah. Uh, mine was Penix. Uh, shoot. Mine's Penix, Bo, Nix, and Jaden Daniels. Yeah, mine was Penix, Daniels, and Nix. So same three, just. Mine's Penix, Jaden Daniels, Dylan Gabriel. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. I love having a new name in there. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why we wanted this. Yeah. Just to watch guys. And hey, how about this? I didn't think Dylan Gabriel was any, you know, possibility of being in that this way in the season. Yeah. He was not a guy that I thought would do that. Right. Oklahoma. only have his stats. Just okay. So you know. <laughs> Uh, is he has a hundred or one thousand eight hundred seventy eight yards on the season, sixteen touchdowns, two interceptions. So, that's um, good. I think the other ones are ahead of him, and sure. Bo Bo's probably even ahead of him on that list. So maybe I put Dylan at the end and Bo in front of him. But um, I don't know, man. They to- just scored so much; it's hard to overlook anybody on Oklahoma's defense. Well, right another thing is he's got the to me having big wins in is big important. time games yeah. is important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think with that securing against Texas was, was huge. And yours fell out. Uh, Chador has fell out. Like, you know, some guys just couldn't hold up. Brett, I'm sorry. I did not hear you uh, tell how many yards he had. I mean, he had. I was looking for Jason. I wanted to compare him. 18-something. 18-78. Okay. And how many touchdowns and picks? Uh, 16 touchdowns, two picks. Okay. So, just to compare, Jaden Daniels has – 
almost 2,300 yards, 22 touchdowns, and three picks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, those are still great numbers. And like Marcus said, he's going to have some more big games too. The thing about Jaden Daniels too is he has, he has a lot of yards on his feet too. Yeah. Like he that's could true. be, he could, I don't know how many he has, but he could end up being a thousand yard rusher too. That's true. That's true. So how many yards and touchdowns and interceptions? Cause I've got Penix, uh, pulled up. So Jaden has 22, 94 yards, uh, 22 touchdowns and three picks. That's crazy. Uh, Penix has 2301. So seven yards different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20 touchdowns and three picks. Yeah, so neck and neck. Jaden's got crazy. two more touchdowns and seven less yards. That send is them to, send them to New York. And and what's even crazier is like we really didn't even have Jaden Daniels until last week when we looked at his numbers and realized they were identical to Penix. Yep. That, that's wild, man. He was so underlooked. Bo is at seventeen ninety six, seventeen and one. Okay, so, so he's, he's more a little relatable to Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, so maybe maybe Jaden does need to be in that two spot right now. But, all right, well, let's uh, move on to playing some picks real quick. Uh, Marcus, you want to give us a rundown from last week? Yeah, a little score update. We got uh, Brett. He did hit the Tennessee game. He got a point, so he's up to five. I did not hit. Well, I did hit, but I I did not. I'm I'm just Neil, so I'm still at one. Um, I did not hit, I guess, I would say. And then Mason did hit his upset for two. Louisville getting beat. So, Brett and Mason's tied five. And then I'm just going to start throwing Hail Marys. Okay. So, this week, um, Mason's pick is Georgia Tech to cover against Boston College. That's a five-point spread. Brett is taking Oklahoma over UCF. That's a 19-point spread. And I am taking Duke over Florida State. That's 13-and-a-half. Duke outright. So Duke outright. Yeah. So, here we go. All right. You wasn't lying when you said Hail Mary, were you? No, we wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, any upset alerts at all? Yes. I don't. I don't have one, but I didn't have one either. I'm taking UAB over Memphis. Ooh. It's not a big line, but it would be a big win. Yeah. Is that in Birmingham or Memphis? Uh, do not know. Okay. UAB looked real bad yesterday. They got beat pretty bad by UTSA. So, just throwing yeah, that. Just throwing that out there. Great, you looking that up? Birmingham, Memphis. It, That's a big in rivalry Bur- too. It's in Birmingham. Okay. That's a big rivalry game too from from back when Memphis was in Conference USA because you know they moved up to AAC before UAB did. I was really so. just wondering where somebody was going to get shot at, Memphis <laughs> or Birmingham. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that uh, that's going to cover all that stuff. Y'all want to move on into overtime? Let's do it. All right. So I overhyped my overtime. I'm just going to throw that out there. I told him I had a good one earlier in the week, and I wanted to bring it to the table, and I should have never said anything. All right. So Marcus is going to be like, oh. Hmm. I didn't didn't say nothing. I know. I know. I I just, I can feel it coming. I don't want to start either. Somebody else start. I'll go in the middle. Mine has to do with Auburn if y'all want me to go ahead and go. go. All right. If 2023 Auburn had fifth-year senior Bo Nix, how would our season go? Oh, y'all. We have all said the biggest question mark or biggest, you know, hurt is quarterback. We would be five and one. Right now? Yeah. With a loss to Georgia. With the loss to LSU. LSU. 
Bo's the one that quarterbacked us when we went into LSU last time. But, but just because of how the game's panned out with it being at home, I think we would beat Georgia. Yeah, I think I think if we got Bo Nicks, I think we're 5-1. I'm about to go on a rant. <laughs> and I had completely forgot that this was going to happen today until you just brought this. I'm so glad you brought this up. I see so many Auburn fans on Twitter blaming Brian Harson for running Bo Nicks off. Go for it. This freaking fan base. Let him off the leash. Every single week was in there begging for TJ Finley, begging for Bo Nix to leave. And look, I will be the first to say that when Bo left, I felt like it was Harson kind of stepping up and taking control of the program. And and I was at that point, Bo Nix was no longer an Auburn quarterback. But I did support Bo when he was here. And I knew that that kid fought and he gave 110% every freaking time he was on the field. And for this fan base to just blame Harson, no, we're not doing that. That's, That's bull crap. That's a train I can get on. That is bull crap. It is bull crap. I because, agree. Because, I mean, just some of the crap that he had to read on Twitter every week, Facebook every week, you know, just the whole social media pushing Bo out the door and then blaming Harson. no, that ain't it. And, like, also, like, painting Bo's dad is trying to get in as a coach and stuff. Like, why would – I would leave, too. Yeah. And he made a better decision by leaving yep. for himself. Yep. I mean, it's obviously worked out better for himself, and I'm happy for him. Yeah. I, and I really am, too. Like, I, I know I give Marks a lot of crap about Nix, but I, I really am glad that it's working out for him at Oregon. And, you know, I can blame Harson for a lot of crap. And, you know, the, the shape we're in right now, I will put 85% of that on Harson. But the reason Bo Nix left ain't because of Potato Head. And I'm not I'm I'm just over that whole narrative. I'm on it. So anyway, to answer your question, Brett, I think four and two. I think we still lose to Georgia and LSU, but I think we could have beat AM. I just I mean, any kind of offense beats them. Yeah. Because that score looked way worse than that game was. So what do you think? Yeah, what do you think? I was going four and two. Okay. I'm, I'm same same losses, Georgia and LSU. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Okay. I think we would probably finish the season out better. Yeah. Than what we're yeah. going to. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. God, I feel better. All right. <laughs> well, um, hang on. Before okay. I get started, I just have a question because Brett, they're they're saying that you sound like an owl. Okay. Almost got you. I almost got him too. Mm, I don't know that it was close. I think it was close. Was it close? It was until I realized what was in my head. You I was like, almost said it too. Oh well, if you know, you know. I have jokes for this overtime segment. Okay, that was my first one. <laughs> I know. Slow they, start. Yeah, they're not. I know. Boy, we're down seventeen nothing. This is a replay of last night. Tough crowd. Right. <laughs> I'm so happy about these. Okay. Are these like? Are, are we gonna have to answer walk, these? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. What do you call a cow with two legs? I don't know. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving I'm on. Glad y'all have the same mom. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why I was playing it safe. What's orange and sounds like a parrot? I don't know. Oh no. A carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this so hang much. On, on. <laughs> I need you. Knock knock. Who's there? Tank. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Last one. <laughs> Brett, 
What but. password did Forrest Gump use? I don't know. One Forrest one. <laughs> Marcus can't control his laughter. Do I need to say it again? No, we got okay. it. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Just making sure. Don't think I missed it. It's because I wasn't laughing. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, those are, those are tough. to lighten the mood. Yeah, for real. All right, so... <laughs> I just wanted it to be known he we would have had a perfect segment if you just said who. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Mason. So I want to know. I need a story. I need a story from everybody. What is something of your wives that you have broken, lost, killed, ruined, etc.? And I'll I'll tell my story while y'all think of one. So Shayla gets a poinsettia plant for Christmas from her work. Every year, whatever. She got it last Christmas. It's had days where it's not looked great. You know, it's it's struggled. But you throw some water in there a couple of days, everything's green again, looks good. Well, it wasn't growing. Like, it wasn't getting bigger. You know, like, we've had this thing a year, and it's still, you know, maybe three, four inches tall. So, I had the idea the other day. So, for reference, it sits above our kitchen sink. So, like, in the windowsill. You can just, you know, Drop a little water in it, be done. So I had the idea the other day. I was like, this thing can get enough sunlight. So I'm going to move it. So I moved it to one of the window sills that sits in the sun in the morning. <laughs> Two days. I didn't water it. Harvey Updike couldn't have killed it worse than I did. <laughs> so brown. Dead. Shayla comes in there. She goes, you killed my plant. I said, no, nah, I was just thirsty. <laughs> As any guy would say. Let me confirm it was dead <laughs> as a doornail and just ruined. Now, she's going to get another one this Christmas. It's not the point. She had done a good job of keeping it alive. I'm impressed she kept it alive this long. I ruined it in two days. Just dead. I mean, I have I felt so bad. <laughs> like, it wasn't a big deal. It's not like, you know, she's a big crazy plant lady or nothing. It was just the fact that it was doing fine. And it, and it goes back to, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and I learned. Mason. And then here I come, buddy. I was like, I'm going to fix it, even though it ain't broke. I bet this one that she gets for Christmas stays in that original yeah, window. Yeah, you got that right. Don't, I, don't, I don't bet it ain't it. Mason's responsibility to water it. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> touch it. So, do y'all have anything like that? Uh, or maybe vice versa. Maybe something that of yours that got broke, lost, whatever. I'd have I to really think. can't think of anything. I'd have to think. I mean, I do have something, but it's not a deal a hand had bought me a coffee mug with mellow on it that she had got me for christmas and then i broke it by washing dishes i dropped it and broke mm-hmm. it. I, I, I like broke that and another dish that i dropped it on yeah beautiful two for one <laughs> um but yeah i mean it sucked so was that does she know that oh yeah okay i, I didn't know it was no i didn't know if it was one of those things that got put in the trash hoping it never got no, seen or it, it was tough i mean i used it but, yeah. so i i really can't think of anything Nothing. Nothing. You know something I don't? Mm-hmm. What? A little car key, maybe? Uh, oh. <laughs> you think that's had enough time, or? <laughs> no. Not for me. No. <laughs> oh, boy. Man, yeah. that one was tough. I feel like we were, all, we were like, a family. Oh, dude, we were all trying to help you find that. That was. Look, I had people come to my yard. <laughs> metal with, detectors. With metal detectors and magnets trying to find a key that we still don't know where it went. That's tough. Brett didn't lose it. Right, <laughs> let's go ahead and clear that up. Oh, yeah, I, th- I feel like it was clear, 
but I think you did well, a good enough. I mean, his his question was, "What is something you've lost of yeah, your life?" It, and that's fair. And so, well, when you said you didn't up. have anything, I I said, "Yeah." yeah so I to it be up. clear, Stephanie lost the key to the Tahoe. Well, I mean, and we, we, never, just, and we never found it. Martin's yeah. throwing dirt on it. <laughs> we really, I I have no idea where that key's at. I still think it ended up in a bag in the trash somehow, and maybe not even at our house. But mm. who knows? Mm. It wasn't in my yard because I searched. That's true. So it probably was in the trash. And it well, wasn't in the car. And how I got there, who knows? That's who tough. Knows? But wasn't uh, we do know this. It was not Brett's fault. True. <laughs> he said true. <laughs> All right. Is there you dirty for that one? <laughs> that one I mean I, well, I think we ripped the band aid off. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't like how he's like, I got nothing. Because well, I knew I really he had couldn't something. Think of anything. <laughs> I knew he, there was something. There are certain things I try to forget. That's, That's probably one of them. Yeah. All right. Um, so, y'all want to talk about anything else? We got a couple minutes for the hour mark. I mean, Braves are out of the postseason. He loves Hurts. To see it. Hurts bad. Hurts you. Yeah. He does hurt That's you. I think the rest of us are just tired of hearing about it. Yeah. Maybe so. Because it ain't just you, bud. I don't know. As long as you know that, yeah, <laughs> you're the one I talk to the most right. about it. That's but, what I was gonna say. But I'm, you I'm aren't even the person that I get the most tired of. It's everybody else. It's everybody else posting these walkout videos of Strider saying, "This is the man who's gonna save us." Yeah. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> because y'all can't hit the ball. So. Yeah, that ain't Strider's fault. No, and I just you know it's it's it just, just the evo- like the Braves have been good for a little while now. And so we're getting cocky and arrogant every preseason. It's how much are we going to win by? How many, you know, who are we going to have to beat in the World Series? That attitude needs to, it better not. I'm telling (laughs) you, in March, we better not be seeing that. Yeah. So Who's everybody pulling for now? Uh, Phillies. Phillies. That's gross. Bryce Harper needs that ring. He'll be in the Hall of Fame with a ring. You think he's in the Hall of Fame without a ring? I do. I do. I mean, there's a lot of dudes in the Hall of Fame right now that it's true. I'm not gonna say don't deserve it, but don't don't have the things the that Bryce has. Yeah, Pete Rose definitely don't deserve it. <laughs> it's at Marcus Kilgore. <laughs> I mean, that's a joke. No, that's one of Brett's buttons. <laughs> so, but you know, no, Brett said not today. <laughs> I do. I agree though. Bryce, mm, he needs a ring though. Yeah, I mean to complete his resume. Yeah, I think he'll get one. Maybe not. This year, but dude, that Phillies team, it's just hot. I just I don't understand how they're so bad through the regular season. Because I mean, the Braves beat them by fourteen games. <laughs> Bryce was so bad that at one point that he went so long without a home run, he forgot what he was supposed to do when he hit one into the to his little bullpen out there. And like now, you know, he's just expected to hit two a game. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Well, I have bad news for him. He ain't playing the Braves no more. So, I mean, like we really are just. We turned him into Superman. And, like, I love that, actually. I really do, like, love having that villain that, you know, you can't beat. Because when you do get him out. Also, that's another thing. The whole Attaboy Harper thing that Arcia said in the clubhouse, mm-hmm. that got blown so out of proportion. That yeah. it is not even funny. By both sides. Because, like, the Braves players had to go so far out of their way defending it. Yeah. That it was ridiculous. But, but. If Arcia don't make a fool out of himself at the end where Acuna had to... Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay, but if he doesn't do that, I think that we could agree. But just the way he acted there 
to me, he's a turd now. Yeah. And it just kind of seems like he was, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like innocent anymore. Yeah. Well, my thing is, if you didn't say that directly to a reporter who asked you a question, it should have never got out. That I agree with. That, that's all I'm saying about it. It should have never been, and it should have never even been reported. And you know, the only reason I feel like Bryce did what he did was because those guys just find something to oh, play yeah. for. And that's kind of what I was getting at with, yeah. you know, I love that Bryce has that. Like the Braves are his thing to play for. Like he wants to beat us, and it's always been that way, and it's always going to be that way. And I kind of like it, but it just it sucks when it works in his favor. Right. So. Um, anything else NFL y'all want to talk about? Mm. There's not much. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is throwing again, <laughs> which is crazy. It would be insane if he came back this year. It really would. Yeah, from I'd an Achilles. Mad. I'd be mad. <laughs> um, Brett, what are you ready to do with Mac Jones? Uh, mm. throw him <laughs> in the Grand Canyon <laughs> from the top. R.I.P. Oh, you all remember when people were saying that he was the next Tom Brady? Yep, sure did. It wasn't that long ago. I know. Somebody who, you know. Let me ask a question. Do y'all think that that has a uh, Belichick Saban loyalty thing to attached to it? Or do you think Belichick cares about that that much? I don't think he cares about it anymore. I don't think he cared about it to begin with. Okay. I didn't know. I mean, you know, Bill and Nick are real good friends. I didn't know if that being one of Saban's guys, he tried to give him a little bit longer leash. Well, if it is, he better get over it. Yeah. Because it, it's going downhill quick. I think Belichick's on his way out. Honestly, I do too. And the question is: is could he could craft firing? They actually asked that. I saw a headline that said Kraft would be open to firing Belichick if he don't turn it around. Now I don't know who that was from or even how credible it was, but I did see that that was that'd be crazy. That it would really would. Crazy. It really it, would. It be just crazy. goes to show Belichick should have hung it up. When Brady but, left. But we've all agreed that those egos just won't let that happen. Yep. One of them had to get up on the other. Yep. Just like Kobe and Shaq. Ooh, Marcus, I just saw the Jets beat the Eagles. Today. They did. Yeah, I saw Eagles Josh, first loss. Josh Texas. Go Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. Colts still can't beat the Jaguars. We could play them 100 times, and I don't think we'd beat them. <laughs> one. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now, granted, we had Gardner Minshew at quarterback, but last couple of weeks, he's – Done fine, so I don't know. That's not an excuse either, I don't guess. Um, Dolphins are still fun. They're scoring like 100 a game. Uh, yeah. And they have every weapon in that division pretty much. Who's that? Who, who was I even talking about? Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at some other scores, but anyway. I guess that'll wrap up episode 61 of the Plainsman Podcast. Y'all make sure you're following along on all our socials. Uh, We will talk to y'all next week. Till then, War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.